0: This uh, take your Bibles if you will uh, 1 Samuel chapter number 18 today first Samuel chapter number 18 and uh, and uh, verses 1 through 4 uh, and uh, I, I want I want to not continue the <laughs> thought but to uh, but to uh, revisit a thought we were in last Wednesday night uh, and preach it in a different, in a different light than it did then. If you're here Wednesday night, remember uh, we were in this text, First Samuel chapter number 18, uh, on the covenant of Jonathan and David, and uh, we we're, we're going to be back there again this morning. Uh, Jonathan. Our uh, 1st Samuel chapter 18, let's stand as we read these four verses this morning. I appreciate the good singing, don't you? Amen. Amen. I appreciate the good spirit of God this morning. And uh, I feel somewhat constrained. Uh, We have no altar space, uh, and I miss that. But every day that passes, we're getting closer and closer to being in there. And uh, boy, I'm excited. I may take a lap around the building four times just because I can. Hey. Uh, just because I can when I get in my hey. And uh, if I if I scare you, it will be all right. Uh, I've probably done it before. Amen. Hey. Probably the first time. Probably won't be the last time. First uh, Samuel chapter 18 verse 1. And it came to pass when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul that the soul of Jonathan was knit under the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Saul took him that day and would let him go no more home to his father's house. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was upon him and gave it to David and his garments, even to his sword and to his bow and to his girdle. We'll stop reading there this morning. Let's pray, and uh, after we pray, you may be seated. Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you this morning. Lord, we thank you for loving us and for allowing us to be in the house of God today. Thank you, Lord, for uh, Lord for meeting with us this morning already. God, thank you for the word of God, for the power of God. I pray, God, this morning, Lord, that you'd help me as I preach. God, I pray, Lord, you'd give me special liberty and unctioned God, I pray to preach the word of God. Help me to say everything you'd have me to say, God. I I realize this morning, Lord, that standing behind this sacred desk, what an honor it is, and what a fearful place it is, because I'll give an account for every word uh, that comes out of my mouth, God, for every every thought that proceeds forth, God, out of uh, out of my voice, God, out of my mind. I'll give an account to God one day for the preaching of the word of God, so Lord I ask you to guide me, I ask you Lord to guard me, I pray God that you would hide my eyes and my mind and my heart this morning as I preach God that I see only you, and God that I preach the truth, Uh, Lord God as you'd have me preach it today, Lord we'll love you and we'll thank you, help us now in Jesus name, amen, you can be seated this morning. Uh, I, I will rehash or revisit our uh, thought Wednesday night for just a few moments. Uh, for the sake of some of you that may not have been here, uh, I want to take you back to uh, 1 Samuel 18 in these four verses and uh, show you the type of Jonathan as a type of a christian yes. jonathan we we've seen that no doubt you've seen that jonathan is a type of a christian yes. He, yes. he 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 our pictures yes. you and i in our in our role or our responsibility yes. as the people of god yes. uh, jonathan was the king's boy Jonathan was the rightful heir to the throne. Jonathan was headed to the throne one day, and uh, as far as he knew for his whole life, that he was headed to be king one day, didn't know when that day would be, but he knew there'd come a day when he would rule and reign in the kingdom and in the land of Judah and Israel until the day that he meets a man named David uh, who is a type or a picture of Christ A giant slayer who walked down into Jonathan's valley, killed Jonathan's giant, and changed Jonathan's life. And that day, Jonathan stands before David and... In, in First Samuel chapter 18 because of what Jonathan, uh, David had done in the life of Jonathan. and Jonathan the next in line to be king, the rightful heir stands before David, yeah. uh, and the word of God said he strips himself of his robe and his garments and his sword and his bow and his girdle, and he lays everything down at the feet of David, that picture of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. What he was saying in essence is this, I've had a desire to run my life my whole life. I've had a desire to be king and Lord my whole life. But David, I never met nobody like you. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, better than Saul is to be king, and better than I am to be king, you are better fit, you're more suitable to be the king of this land. And everything that makes me king, I am laying down at your feet, and I want you to be king from here on out. I'm gonna say to you this morning, just to revisit there for a moment, and say, God for the day when Jesus became King and Lord of my life. And if He has not ever of your life, it'd be the greatest thing you could ever do to lay down everything you have and everything you are at His feet and make David the King of your life. Yes, yes. They say, folks, and Jesus is their savior, but they're just not happy with him being their king. Yeah. They still want to run the show. They still want to be what they, they got that rebellious spirit of yeah. Saul yeah. in them, and Saul would never bow to David, but you need a Jonathan spirit that right. says, I, I'll let you be the king, David, yeah. of my Amen. life. You're better at it. Saul. Would not, he, had that, he loved David sometimes, but other times he had that rebellious spirit. He didn't want David running his life. Right. He didn't want David right. taking right. his throne. I'm gonna to say to you this said, you better this morning you better have that Jonathan spirit in your heart that right. says I'm gonna let Jesus be Lord over everything yes. yeah. that I've got. Amen. Amen. So Jonathan is a type of, of the Christian. Yeah. I hope you see that Amen. in our text. But I wanna I, look this morning at Jonathan, not just as a type of a Christian, but I'm gonna look at him in a way that number, I've never seen him. I've never heard anybody preach Jonathan as this kind of a type. Uh, and, 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 and as I prayed and studied this week uh, I, I, and last week on this text uh, I believe God's given me liberty to preach it this way. Jonathan is not just a type of of a Christian but Jonathan is a type, brother Seth, of Christ Amen. in our text. Jonathan typifies the Lord Jesus Christ right. in the word of God. You say preacher? I thought David I thought David was a type of Christ. He is. Yeah, I- You say, well, how can David be a type of Christ and Jonathan be a type of Christ? Because all of the Word of God is pointing to one man, and that one man is the Lord Jesus Christ. The Word of God said, Hello, I come in the volume of the book. It is written. And and Jesus is in the volume of the book. Everywhere you look, you can find him if you're looking for him. And Jonathan is a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. In many ways, but in one way, and that's what I'm interested in this morning, in the gifts of his grace. He's a type of Christ. Now, uh, I don't want you to misunderstand mercy for grace. You say, preacher, what's the difference in mercy and grace? Well, mercy is you not getting what you deserve. That's mercy. Uh, and, 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 And no doubt Jonathan did show mercy to David. Because here Jonathan is, he's the rightful heir to the throne. He's gonna be king one day, but David is promoted. And when they're out there singing, them ladies come out in the street and they're out there singing, Saul has slain his thousands, but David his 10,000s. You know what Jonathan knows in his mind? If something don't happen to this fellow David, he's gonna strip the throne of Israel from my father Saul, which ultimately means he's gonna strip the throne from me, right. and I'm not gonna be king. And in all, in all thought processes, Jonathan could've killed David, and Saul never would've been upset with Jonathan, yeah. and Jonathan, as the king's boy, would've been right in doing so because this man, was was going to dethrone his father yeah. right. and, and, and for Jonathan to not kill David was a whole bunch of mercy. Jonathan showed mercy on David when he did not kill him yeah. and it did not banish him from the country. Right. Showed yes. him mercy. Aren't you glad this morning that Jesus showed David. us mercy right. and he did not give us what we deserved. He did not kill Amen. us and he did not put us in hell but yeah. he gave us mercy. Yeah. But the difference in mercy and grace is this that mercy is you not getting what you deserved but grace is you getting things that you never did deserve grace is God saying not only am I not going to kill you I've got mercy on you but now look here I'm about to give you some stuff I'm about to instill impute some things into your life. I'm about to put some things in you and on you. I'm about to put you in some places that you never deserved. I'm about to open up everything that I am and have and give it to you that you might be like me. That's exactly what Jonathan did this day. He is a type of Christ in the gifts of his grace. I want to look at these gifts. There's five of them. Isn't that amazing this morning? Uh, if you study Bible numerology, what is the number five in the word of God? It's the number of grace. It represents all throughout scripture. But uh, when you find the number five, uh, the number of grace. And here we are, Jonathan, that picture in our text this morning of the Lord Jesus Christ comes to David with five gifts. They just entered into a covenant and there's another type of Christ and I'm not going to preach that this morning but that blood covenant that covenant was not just a hey I promise you but that was a blood covenant That there was blood involved in yep. that covenant there was a witness involved in that yes. covenant somebody ought to thank God I, I, you, I you, you know. ought to get ahead of me on yes. that right. when I got saved and, and, and in God's grace there was a blood covenant right. 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 and there was right. a witness involved right. it's called the Holy See, Spirit of God and, and thank God Jonathan is a picture of Jesus in that covenant right but in our text, some gifts of grace. It gives him five things. It's the same five things that we find that we get from the Lord. And no doubt there's other gifts of grace, but these five God gave you when he saved you. Yeah. Number one, notice the word of God said, uh, his, uh, chapter number 18, and Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was upon him. He stripped himself of the robe that was upon him. Now that robe was the king's, garments as priest. Yeah. Uh, everybody in town knew who that robe belonged to. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, in Middle Eastern culture there's no greater honor than for a king to take off his robe and give it to somebody. And it was a very rare thing that ever did happen. Uh, and usually it would happen in a sense of surrender uh, 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 of the kingship, maybe if Babylon came into Israel and took over Israel, then they would have to disrobe the king, yeah. and the king would become a prisoner of war, and and and, and they would, and it was it was a it was a, uh, it was a uh, entitlement or a position that was given when the robe was was taken off and given to another, what was being said is the one that the robe is being given to is now taking the position of the one uh, who is giving the robe. And what took place in our text is that Jonathan, as a type of Christ, Watch what he did now. He disrobed himself of everything that made him heir to the throne. Everything that gave him the right to be king. And as he took that off of himself, he placed that robe on David. And what Jonathan was saying to David is, David, uh, I am a man of position. David, I am a man that is rightful heir to the throne. David, you are a shepherd boy. You are the run of the family. David, you have no right ever to walk into that palace. You have no right ever, not in your bloodline, not in your genealogy, not in your stature. Do you have any right to the king or the king's house? But, Jonathan, as of today, hallelujah to God, everything's about to change because when I put this robe on you, I am imputing my righteousness to you and I am making you what I am I am becoming what you are so that you may become what I am. Sound familiar this morning? You realize that's exactly what Jesus did brother Chris. The word of God said that he don't know himself the robe of mortal man. He took off those kingly robes as he was seated at the right hand of the father. And man is lost in sin. And Jesus said, "I'll take, I'll take my robe off, and I'll take their robe on, and I'll become what they are." So at Calvary, Jesus could put His robe on you and I. Right. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. That's right. Yes, sir. Jonathan comes before David and that blood covenant is made and Jonathan brings David over there and and every author I read behind everything I've studied, there ain't a whole lot to study on this. Most people pass over it. Uh, and I'm not real sure why, but they pass over it. But everything I've studied uh, about the Middle Eastern customs is that there was a witness involved in this whole transaction. And Jonathan, stand up, son. Jonathan, uh, Jonathan stand up, son. Uh, Jonathan goes to that young teenage boy, David, and Jonathan says David here's my robe I'm taking it off and he said David I'm putting it on you and now David you are covered with my righteousness you are covered with my royalty you are covered with my reign Uh, David I'm not just going to not kill you but look at yourself in the mirror son. you are going to be like me when you walk down the street they're going to think you are me they're going to see my royal robe and they're gonna say there is a man with position in the kingdom. Yes. Hey, right. yes Amen. Hey. That's good. Whoa, oh, I'm talking about some gifts of grace this morning. Yeah. Amen. Boy, when I got saved, I thought all I was getting was just not going to hell. Yeah, yeah. Had that been good enough, Well, then I mean, if you just didn't you just didn't go to hell, wouldn't that be good enough this morning? But wouldn't that be good enough if the only thing God gave you is if you didn't go to hell? Hey, and then come to find out, I I'm not only not going to hell, yeah. but I'm going to heaven. Yeah. Boy, that's just hey, a hey, hey. hey. But I had no idea that God was going to take a robe off of Himself yeah. and impute righteousness yeah. into right. me. And, and when everybody, and especially with the one that mattered, when God saw me, He'd say, That right there is my son. That right. right there, right. He is yeah. robed yeah. in my royal hey. righteousness. Hey. 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 Amen. Amen. You right. see, when God saved you, he put something on you whether you know it or not. Right. Yeah. That's why when God sees you, you say, I'm a mess, I'm I'm, I'm I'm, corrupt, I'm wrong, I've failed, I've fallen, I've come short of the glory of God. But when God sees you, all he sees is that road. That yeah. hey, road! That was purchased in the red blood Of the Lord Jesus right, Christ right. And when God looks at you He says what sin are you talking about right. I see a man that is clothed In the righteousness of God right. He's got royal right. garments right. on right. his body right. Hallelujah yes, to God right. I'm glad I got a robe It's right. right. a gift of right. grace right. He hath clothed right. me For right. clothing right. right. in his right, right. right. As a matter of fact, the word of God said that we are kings and priests with Christ. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's right. uh, ain't that something? Hey, really? yes, Whoa! You mean to tell me, preacher, when I got saved, that God put something on me? That's exactly what I'm telling you. Yes, sir. Right? Yes. Jonathan said, boy, I forget a hanky every time. I probably spit all over you and myself. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's what David did when he when they went down there and that old wicked king and, 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 and they was going to kill David. He went to foaming at the mouth and that devil didn't know what to do with that. Hey, that's somebody hit me right there. That's what he did. He went to slobbering and foaming at the mouth and the devil didn't know what to do with that. And, 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 and I've been preaching like that a long time. Maybe that's why the devil's always confounded around here. He's a fight, but don't know what to do. He's so a slobber and foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Singing and shouting, and preaching going on. Amen. Listen, David, receive that robe. Yes. God, through the Lord Jesus Christ, gave you a robe. It was Amen. a gift of grace. Amen. It represented position. Yes. Sir. I am not what I used to be. What yes. can you see? I, I need to get past this because there's four more. But can you see that little old shepherd boy? Yeah. And, and he was the run of the family. Yeah. When 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 Samuel went down there. To meet with Jesse's boys, yeah. and he was about to ordain or anoint a king of Israel. He went through. He went through all of David's brothers, yeah. and, and and God wouldn't put His blessings on none of them. He went through all of them, and 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 then and then he said, "Was well, there not another?" And Jesse certainly wasn't thinking about David, yeah. his, his own father. Yeah. And Samuel wasn't thinking about David, and 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 and, and David's brothers wasn't thinking about David. But God was looking at that little shepherd boy out there in the field, that little runt, the youngest of the family, just a ruddy young teenage boy. And God said, that's the one I want. Here that young teenage boy stand before the king's son in a robe of righteousness, a representative position. Then the Bible said that he took off his garments and he gave them to Jonathan or to David. Now, preacher, what does, that, what does that mean? All right. His garments were what was underneath that robe. That robe was a represented his position as, yeah. as, as king. Mm-hmm. But them garments, they were, they were priestly garments. Uh, even under the outer robe of, of, of royalty and righteousness, they had those priestly garments. And, and, and in all those garments, uh, there, was, there was all kinds of things. There was all kinds of tapestry and, 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 and embroidery. and There's all type of, 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 of markings. They showed the rank of who this man was. They showed, and even if his robe was not on him, uh, when they saw those garments, uh, it, 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 it had special privilege. He yeah. could go anywhere in the land of Israel because of his garments. It represented who he was. It represented the battles he had fought. Yeah. It represented the the, the, the lineage he had. It represented it was it was a a a, a uh, it gave him privilege because his garments were not like everybody else's yeah. garments. Right now here David is, and David's he's been down there. Number one, he's been out there fighting uh, lions and bears and uh, and in uh, uh, the, the valley out there with the with the sheep. His father's sheep. Then he goes down to uh, the, uh, the valley and fights uh, Goliath, kills him uh, with, a, with a slingshot and five smooth stones. And there's another type, that five, that grace. God right. killed that giant right. with grace. Yeah. He didn't have grace on that giant, but there's a whole bunch of grace right. for me and you when he killed that giant. Amen. Yeah. And uh, killed that giant. And they went in there and took Goliath's sword out of his sheath. And he, and, he, and he stuck him and he cut off his head and brought that big old ugly head back up there uh, and showed it to all Israel and said, Here's your giant boys. He's dead and he ain't going to bother you no more. And boy, you say, I'm telling you this morning, I feel like preaching. Hey, hey, boy, man. Jesus walked down into our valley yes, one day. And I, <laughs> well, let me just throw this out there to you. Maybe you can study and chew on it. I, do you realize where did Jesus die? Well, they call it Galgotha. Right. Ain't that what they call it? Yep. Galgotha. <laughs> Gal Gotha, Gal Gotha, G-O-L-G-A-T-H-A, Gal Gotha, is where Jesus died, David's picture of Jesus. Where was Goliath, Goliath from? He's from Gath, right. Right. Gal Gotha, Goliath of Gath. And when right. you study that out, Goliath was from Gath and Jesus died in the place of the what? The skull at That's right. That's right. Galgotha. Yeah. Well y'all may not get this, but boy, I'm having a time trying <laughs> to picture <laughs> it. David. David, our picture of Jesus, carried that old skull up there to the hill and said, Look here, boys! I've killed this giant. Yeah. His right. name is Goliath and yes. he is from Gath and Jesus, our David, our Savior, walked up to the hill of the skull yes. and, and, and shed right. his blood David. on yes. the yes. Goliath of Gal. I'm going to tell you what Jesus did. He did the same thing David did. He took him some things down there and he killed yeah. him a giant. Who right. said, he said giant? It was, the, it was the devil of hell. Jesus right. bruised the head of Satan himself. Thank hey, hey, God, uh, hey God. He's a defeated giant. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, Lord. He is a defeated giant. Hey. hey Galgotha. Yes. Sir. Well, I done preached myself into a fit this morning. Amen. I'm telling you something, he gave me some gifts of grace when I say him, He's a real good Savior. Hey. Right? Yes, yes, sir. Jesus yes. our Savior gave us <laughs> some privilege when he put on us. These things that you could do. Yeah. And I ain't got time to preach them all. There's things you could do if you had them garments on that nobody else could do. Right. You could go into the inner courts where the king was if you had them kind of yeah, garments on I, and amen. you had access, yeah. hallelujah amen. to God, yeah. to the king. Amen. 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 Well, seems like God gave me some special privileges as a gift of grace when He saved me. He put some stuff in me, put some stuff on me, and I got access to the throne of grace. I got access to the King. I got an intercessor. You know, that's what Jonathan did for David. Uh, David said uh, to Jonathan, because I found grace in thy uh, sight, David said to Jonathan, because I found grace in thy sight, he said, uh, let me know what the King is thinking and what He He's gonna do it. and Jonathan would go back and forth between the ten, or the, 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 the king to David and give David answers. Amen. in accessory. Yeah. Well, that bow or that, that garment was privilege. Well, y'all got time for another one this morning. Amen. Amen. Yes, no notice what else he gave him? He gave him a. stripped himself of his robe, it was upon him, and gave it to David and his garments, even to his sword. Sword. Well, I'm about to tell you something that I never knew till I got studying this, and it's very interesting. They, Jonathan's sword wasn't just any old sword. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Kurt, that sword wasn't just just a sword anybody could get a hold of. As a matter of fact, it was only one. It was one out of two. They wasn't. They wasn't. But one more like it in all the nation of Israel. You said, preacher. What? Well, I, I want you to see it. Look, go back to chapter 13 of the same first the same, uh, uh, Samuel. 13, and look in verse 19. Now, verse 19. There was no smith found throughout all the land of Israel, for the Philistines said, lest the Hebrews make them swords or spears. But all the Israelites went down to the Philistines to sharpen every man his share and his, and his culture and his axe and his mattock. Yet they had a file for the mattocks and for the coulters and for the forks and for the axes and to sharpen the goads. So it came to pass in the day of battle that there was neither sword nor spear found in the hand of any of the people that were with Saul and Jonathan. But with Saul and with Jonathan, his son was their found. Well, preacher, what are you trying to say? Here he comes and he gives his sword to David. And it's one of a kind. Right, right. Ain't nobody else but Saul got one like it. The Philistines would not let them, the Philistines had a monopoly on blacksmithing and they would not let Israel get a sword because they were afraid if they got swords that they would come back and they would kill the Philistines. Yeah. And so they had banned them from having that. Uh, and, 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 and I don't know. I know Goliath has been defeated at this point. Maybe they were able to get some more. I, I don't know uh, how, how, how all that transitioned. But I know that this sword was a rare sword. Right. Amen. And what it meant was that, that Jonathan and Saul had the right to protect themselves yeah. because they always had a sword on their side. The others didn't have a spear and they didn't have a sword if you believe the word of God. He said it was not one it was not a sword or a spear found. Yeah. The rest of the Israeli world was exempt from having and handling the sword. They had no way of protecting themselves from the swords yeah. of the enemy. Right. Right. Now there is an application here. I could go in the route and preach on this as the word of God because it most definitely is a sword right. and it is a benefit Amen. and right. a gift of grace. Yes, right. But I want to preach it to you like this this morning. What it was is it was protection. Yeah, right? yes. Jonathan gave David a way and I guess we're going to have to get to the word of God if we're going to preach it this way. Jonathan gave David a way to protect himself. He said, David... Now that you've got my robe, now that you've got my garments, you're going to get my sword. Right. And you're going to be able to fight your own battles. Right. And you're going to have, this is what it's going to have, you're going to have power. Yes, sir. You're going to have power to protect yourself. Yeah. Hey. Amen. Yes, Amen. You're going to have protection. Amen. I don't think i got to preach it this morning. I really don't have time, probably. But boy, I'm glad I do have a sword. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. It's a gift yep. of grace. That's Amen. right. And Jonathan gave it to me Amen. as a picture of Jesus Amen. and said, you've got protection from the enemy. Hey. And here's the great thing, the rest of the world didn't have it. The rest of Israel yeah. didn't have it, but now David has it because he met Jonathan. Right. And what I'm trying to tell you is the rest of this world may not have a way of protecting themselves yeah. from the fiery darts of hell and right. Satan. Right. they may not have but you better get over to Ephesians 6 you've, yes. got, you've got a helmet of salvation yeah, you've, got right. of right. you've got the breastplate of righteousness you've got the sword of the spirit right. you've got your loins yeah. girt about with truth hey. and your feet shod with the preparation right. of the gospel hey. you've got the whole armor right. okay. of the king to protect right. us that is a mighty gift of grace. Yes. Wouldn't it be terrible if God put his royal garments on us? I'm gonna tell you what that does. That made all the rest of the enemies of Israel say, hey, that right there, he's one of our enemies, and we better get after him. He may be the next king. Yep. But when, when, when David put that, where did my coat go? When David put that, or Jonathan put that coat on David, stand up with When Jonathan put that coat on David, has a big old target on the back. Right. Old David. Right. David wasn't just a shepherd boy in Israel, but he was wearing kingly garments. Right. And, when, and when Jonathan put that garment, some undergarments on yeah. David, and David stuck out like a sore thumb. Right. But Jonathan right. said, Boy, I got something for you. It's been tried and true. It's right. been tested. Uh, yeah. of this sword, uh, we'll get the job done. Yes, he said, right. Take it, boy. Yeah. He said, Take the sword. And he said, yeah. With this yeah. sword, you can fight your battles. Yeah. With yeah. this right. sword, you can. Right. Uh, yeah. Yourself yeah. With this sword yeah. you can stand yeah. against the, yeah. Of, yeah. the of the devil. With this sword, yeah. you now have yeah. protests. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yes, sir. thank you. Amen. Time, hey, gifts of grace. Yes. Sir. And then he gave him his bow. Amen. I'm just, I'm just moving through quickly now. His bow. Jonathan was a man of battle. Jonathan was a skilled archer. Yeah. He, Jonathan was a skilled archer. Yeah. And uh, Jonathan uh, had won great victories with that bow. Yeah. Over there in 2 Samuel 1 I believe it is, he said, with his bow, he's gone into battle and he's not turned back. 2 Samuel 1 22, they turned back with his bow. It represented his power. Right. He said, not only do you have a way of protecting yourself, but you can go to battle. Right. You take that bow. And after Jonathan died, David, this is what the word of God said, David called him over there and said, we're gonna train them in the way of the bow. Right. The archery. Yes, from now, on, we're gonna train these young men to be like Jonathan and know how to shoot that bow. Right. That's what he said. Amen. That way they don't just have protection from the enemy but they can go to battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they can go to war. They can take up arms. Yeah. It's a gift that God gave them can take up arms and then go into the battle. And they can not just protect themselves from the enemy, but they can go after the enemy. Right? Yeah, right. Mm. Well, I ain't got time to preach it. But friend, when God saved you, when Jesus saved you, He gave you a little bit of power. Yeah, right. 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 You can go in that power and not just protect yourself, but you can fight against yeah. some things. Yeah. You can be against some things. You can win yeah. some battles. Not just stand over there in a dark cave somewhere wielding that sword, hoping no no enemy comes against you. But you can be like you can be like David and you can walk down in a valley where a giant is, and David didn't pull back a bow, he pulled back a sling, but God gave you a bow. You can pull back a bow and you can fire you yeah. some darts and right. hell right. and the devil and the world because you're child and you can right. kill some things that need to be killed. Yes. Yeah. 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 Eight Yeah. Reminded me of Jesus when he sent him back to the Father over there in Matthew, what is it, 28? And to them gave he power. Right. He gave them power. Yes, sir. Now, let me give you this last one. And I'll be done. I know I preached a long time. i give you this last one, I'll be done. He gave him his girdle. He gave him his girdle preacher what, what does that mean alright you got the where my robe go you got the robe of Chris you got the garments you got the sword you got the bow and it was all held together by one article of clothing it was a girdle right. it was his belt In battle, everything he had was kept together because of that belt. As he went into battle, it was all held in place. And it didn't fall apart. And his garment didn't go one place, and his robe didn't go another place, and his sword didn't go another place, and his bow didn't go another place because that garment or that girdle held everything together. It was his peace. Yes, sir. It was a gift of grace from John. I said John, David, I got something for you, it's just gonna hold everything together. Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> when you go in the battle and everything all fall apart, yeah. this thing right here is gonna hold it all together. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hey. When when you're running from Saul and everything is not looking right, as long as you got that, it's gonna hold everything together in the articles that I've given you. In the garments that I've given you, it'll all be held together by that girdle. You say, preacher, that's a stretch. That ain't a stretch at all. That's a a type. It's a representation. It's a representation. That girdle represented something that held (laughs) things together in the trying times of David's life. The sword was held in place. The bow was held in place. The the, 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 the garments were held in place. The royal robe was held in place and it was held in place by that one thing. That one thing was his girdle. Fred I'm trying to tell you something the gifts of grace of our Savior is He gave you great peace great peace right. have they which yeah. love thy law, right. hey. and nothing shall offend them He gave you peace like a river you know why you can go through battle you know why you can go through storms you know why you can go through the worst day of your life it's because God's gave you something in grace right. when He saved you that will keep you together when the world's right. falling apart when the winds yeah. are blowing in your life it'll right. hold you secure hey. it's an anchor yeah. of a soul and it holds in the midst of the storm yes. of life. Amen. Amen. Yes. It's a gift of grace. Right. Amen. And it'll hold you. Hey, Yes. So I'm done preaching this morning. I want you to come to the piano. Gifts of grace. Amen. He gave him, He gave him his robe, put on his righteousness. He said, You'll be who I am. Hey, I believe there'll be some rejoicing in our souls this morning. You yeah, say, preacher, I'm a nobody. You need to get over that. Yeah. You need to get over that woe well, is me. You need to get over that. Well, I'm going to take this back off. Because I'm going to use it again. Now, you ought not never think more of yourself than you ought to. Yeah. Right. right. But you ought to believe the Bible at the same time. You ought to believe something like this. I was just a poor, ruddy, shepherd boy. Didn't know how to do anything except feed and fight for sheep. I was the run of the family, I was not the pick of the litter. But the king's boy saw something in me and he put on me his robe. Now, I don't see myself as anything, but he does. Yeah. Because he does, I guess I am. Yes, Boy, when I look at me, I say, oh, Lord, why in the world would you pick somebody like me? Why would you love somebody, are you hearing me? Yes, Why would you love somebody like me? Why would you want somebody like me? And I get looking around. I say, look what God put on me. Hallelujah! Look what God put on me, picked me up. I'm a horrible pit. Set my feet on a rock and established my going. Look what God put on me, gave me a robe of righteousness, imputed into me something I didn't wasn't born with, something I didn't deserve. Look what God gave me. Right. Look what the King gave me. Yes. Sir. Boy, I sometimes get in my prayer closet. And I'll go to telling God how low down I am. And it's right to do that. You ought to confess your sins to Him. It won't be long. And He'll go saying, yeah, but you're washed. Yes, sir. I am. Yeah, but you're clean. Them garments you got on, they're not yeah. think. Yeah. I put on clean garments on you. I, I've robed you. in. I'm going to be done here in a minute. Boy, I'm having the time of my yes, life I'm preaching this morning. I've robed you in garments of royalty. I've cleaned you as white as snow. You're not. You used to be. Right, You're right. not what you used to be. Hey. You've been to Calvary. You've been right. to Greece, and hey. when You hey. got there. God hey. had gifts of grace to change hey. your life. Hey, yes, now I get looking around to the gardens. Boy, I used to be torn and tattered, but now I can go to the Father with authority. I can go to him with boldness. Let's draw near him, this word of God said. So draw nigh unto him, the word God of God said. Let us therefore come bold. i the throne of grace. I've got privilege I never had. i got protection. i got power. And i got peace. And I want to thank him this morning that our Jonathan took it off of him left his throne so he could put it on us and take us to his throne left his throne was born in our rags in Bethlehem died on our cross at Galgotha Boy, y'all gonna cheat on that one for a little while, ain't you? Gabbed off. The light, yeah. The giant Amen. Bore my sin. Yes. Well, I think I'll stop this morning and shout, hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. Bless his holy name. Yes. Look what Jesus did it for me hey Amen. Amen.